0: Hello, fellow travelers and adventurers. This is the Overland Trail Guides podcast, and this is episode 13. We're going to be talking about the California Crest Trail. My name is Ben. I'll be your host. So a bit of background on Overland Trail Guides. You can check us out online at www.overlandtrailguides.com. We feature thousands of miles of, of curated overland routes throughout North America, Canada, the United States, as well as Mexico, Mexico. Uh, Make sure you hit that subscription button, and if you want to support us, the best way to do that is to buy one of our routes or to purchase a subscription on the website, or you can head over onto Patreon, check the link down below, and you can make a donation as well, and again, please hit that subscribe button. So, today's episode, episode 13 we're talking about the California Crest Trail. It's a bit of a different format than uh, you may be accustomed to if you've listened to our shows before. So usually I'll have a guest on and we'll talk about a particular route like uh, the Tahoe Backcountry Discovery Trail, White Rim Trail, something like that. In this particular episode, we're gonna be talking about a little project, a little, you know, maybe that, that may be a bit facetious, a project that Overland Trail Guides is working on. And so this project is the California Crest Trail. And we really think that this route will become the granddaddy of overland routes in California. There are a lot of fantastic routes in California. Some of them are shorter, some of them are longer. You have iconic routes like uh, the Mojave Road. And then you have other routes like the Pacific Crest Overland route. I think um, Overland Journal put that one together, and it goes all the way from uh, the Canadian-Washington border down to the Mexican border, going through three states. Really a fantastic route. But I think what really sets this particular route apart from a lot of these other routes is, um, number one, it is mostly dirt. It's going to be about 1,500 miles in total length. But when all is said and done, when we finally get this developed, it'll be over 1,000 miles of dirt. And I think that, per, that PC, that Pacific Crest Overland Route that, uh, that they did put together, it's fantastic. It goes through a lot of really great places, but it has a ton of pavement and highway miles in there. So, you know, if you want to see a lot of things in a short amount of time, It's a really great route. This route is really meant to, um, really meant to explore the back roads and the back country of, uh, California. And I think one of the great things about this route, what we're planning to do, the route itself will be totally free. If you're familiar with our website, you know, that, uh, many of the routes that we develop at Overland Trail Guides, and it takes a lot of time and research to develop these routes um, you know, we charge for them, you know, it's how we, we develop more routes. It's how we keep the site up. It's, it's how we pay the bills. Essentially. Um, we also have a number of routes featured that have existed for, you know, a number of period of time. They've been developed by other resources. We always keep those free. So things like the Mojave road, uh, you have like the Plumas Backcountry discovery trail, you have the white rim trail, you have a rim rocker trail. Those are always going to be free. We're not going to monetize and and try to take money for what other people have done. Um, but going back to this route, the route itself will be free for those of you that want all of the discovery points and waypoints, and there will be hundreds of them. Those are going to be available to our subscribers and we may even make them available for purchase as well. But we want, we really want people to get out on the trail and, to experience what we think is really forming up to be an incredible route. So let's talk about vehicles before we get, before we delve a bit further into the specifics of uh, the route, what's been developed so far and what remains. So we really think that a stock four by four, obviously with some solid all-terrain or mud train tires going to be able to do this entire route, uh, without issue. Um, if you have something like a crossover, like a Subaru or a Sprinter four x four, again, we still have some verification to do on the Southern portion of the route, but I assure you over 95% of this route will be drivable, uh, will be drivable by a Sprinter four by four and crossovers and things like that. So it's not gonna be the most technical route, but what it lacks for in technical trails, it's gonna make up in history, sightseeing, views, backcountry wilderness. Uh, Just wait until we get a little bit further into it. And I think you're going to really understand why we are so dang excited about this particular route. So let's get into more of the specifics. The route will run from somewhere approximately beginning in Mono Lake area And working its way north, kind of looking like a giant horseshoe until it uh, reaches its terminus in the village, in the quaint village of Mendocino along the northern California coast. As I had noted before, it's going to be about 1,500 miles long, over 1,000 miles of dirt, so around two-thirds to 70% dirt and then you know we do we do have some pavement and highways in there and everything like that just to connect the route because uh it's virtually impossible to make this entire route uh dirt unless you were uh you know unless you're one of the old railroads and you're buying private land back in the day to basically uh create those thoroughfares so the california crest trail is really built on the backbone Of the california backcountry discovery trails and so the ones that i'm familiar with and i've done some research you have the mendocino you have the six rivers you have the modoc you have the lassen and you have plumas i've heard some rumors and, and and i've come some remnant and i've come across some remnants of material that indicates there may have been routes through pieces of shastra trinity the Angeles national forest i haven't been able to Get a hold of anybody or get my hands on something that uh that confirms that is indeed the case but what i can tell you is that the bdts the backcountry discovery trails through modoc lassen and plumas are all very much alive and supported by the national forest service the six rivers and mendocino You'll find them highlighted as uh, in kind of this highlighter yellow on certain maps indicating where the backcountry discovery trail was. Unfortunately, if you try to get materials from those two national forests, you know somebody might be able to scrounge up some of the old papers and stuff like that that talk about the discovery points and everything, but they're not published online. They're very difficult to come across right now. So they they're quasi-supported uh, by the, by the Forest Service at this time. So a little bit of background on the California backcountry discovery route. I was able to get in contact with somebody and the Mendocino one, at least from what they had told me and what they had passed along, was the first one to be developed way back, I believe, I don't have the exact year in front of me, but it was the mid to late 90s is when that one was developed. And then it was extended up through six rivers and at later times you had the other forest Essentially, developing their own routes to extend that that network of the California Backcountry Discovery Route, um, and then we thought it was such a rad idea at Overland Trail Guides that we said, "Hey, we're going to continue doing what uh, the Forest Service did." And I should note that they were actually working in conduct- conjunction. I believe it was with California State Parks, uh, the State Vehicle Recreation arm of State Parks, to develop these routes. And if you're out on the routes, um, you may see the California backcountry discovery trail signs along the way, basically signifying that you're on one of these routes. It's a kind of a purplish yellow, almost like Laker colors on these little signposts. So what we did at Overland Trail Guides is we said, hey, this is really rad what the Forest Service is doing, but um, what about people that uh, want to connect these various BDTs with each other? The Modoc, the Lassen, and the Plumas are all kind of set on a, um, a north-south quadrant or, or corridor, so they're very easy to connect together with some connector routes in between. But they're kind of on the uh, the eastern side of the state, and there's no real good way to connect them over to six rivers in Mendocino. So what we did last year, we went out on the trail up to the Shasta-Trinity National Forest. Uh, we basically had a route that we put together, you can see it on our YouTube channel and we went out there and we figured out a way to basically connect kind of a uh, right around um, where the Modoc BDT starts uh, over to the Six Rivers BDT by Ruth Lake. So it kind of goes to the Medicine Lake area all the way over to the Ruth Lake in uh, Western Trinity County, which is near the Humboldt County uh border out on uh, the western the coastal ranges of California and it's around 250 miles but the great thing about that route is then it then enabled people to go from Plumas loop all the way up and around and basically get over to uh, the Mendocino backcountry discovery trails I think it was like 900 and something odd miles building on that momentum we also put out the Tahoe backcountry discovery trail also listed on our site And the cool thing about the Tahoe BDT is it extends the Plumas BDT another 100 or so miles south by the way that the crow flies. I think um, that route is actually over 200 miles long. And so that one, again, extends these crazy overland trips that you could do that, you know, maybe were measured in days or a week or so to weeks or a month. And then we got this grand idea that said, hey, um, why don't we extend that? even further, let's bring some additional routes and some additional trails into the fold and create this grand daddy of an overland route that is known as the California Crest Trail. And again, it's gonna run from around the Mono Lake area out to the quaint village of Mendocino on the Mendocino County uh, coast in Northern California. And so the vast majority of this route is actually already verified. You know, if we wanted to create something that run into the Tahoe BDT, all the way out to Mendocino, we're golden. That entire section has been verified. The sections that we need to verify run through the El Dorado National Forest. So that goes through some, some spectacular areas of um, the High Sierra, kind of in the Kirkwood area, and then out to uh, Mono Lake. Specifically in in the Sweetwater, the Sweetwater ranges that are actually not part of the Sierra, but part of the basin ranges uh, in in and around the ghost town of Bodie. And so let's talk about these different sections and you'll get an idea of what you can expect once we do release this route, ideally later this summer. We need to get out to the Mono Lake area, do some verification down there. Uh, we're going to use it as an opportunity to share some of the things that you can expect um, while we're out there, and, and hopefully to build some excitement around this as well. So the Mono Lake section, likely going to start at Mono Lake, and it's going to go up through uh, through the ghost town of Bodie. And then from there, it's going to go through the Sweetwater Mountains, and this portion of the route is actually where you'll reach your highest elevation, over 11,000 feet, as it makes its way as the route makes its way through the Sweetwater Ranges. It dips back down into the valley out there, and then you need to basically cut across the Sierra and over into the Eldorado National Forest near the Kirkwood area this is another section that we still need to verify um the dirt back roads i've heard that el dorado national forest is pretty tricky with their motor vehicle use map and ideally we'd like to make it as much dirt as we possibly can we have a route that's planned we need to get out there and make sure that we can actually drive through those roads and uh you know oftentimes what happens when we're developing routes um we have somebody go out there. Uh, we go out there and, you know, we usually use Gaia GPS and some other tools and resources to plan these routes, but they don't always turn out as planned. You know, there might be a a washout or maybe a, a, a private property owner has put up a gate and is no longer allowing through passage. So those are all things that we need to figure out through these portions of the route, especially through the El Dorado portion. And then once you get through the El Dorado portion, it makes its way north and it goes through the Tahoe BDT section. So it's gonna largely follow the Tahoe BDT route. What I really love about this route, uh, this this section of the route, it has a ton of lakes, a ton of places you can camp by, a ton of places you can cool off at. It has so many old mining towns, old mining sites, abandoned mines. And of course, you're in the Sierra. So there's tons and tons of uh, fantastic views as well. Now, one of the downsides of the Tahoe BDT, BDT is because it's right in that uh, Interstate 80 and Highway 50 corridor, it does see a lot of people out on the trails. You also have some incredibly popular Jeep trails uh, up that way, like the Ford Ice Trail the meadow lake area very popular with people people camping out there um we were out there july 4th last year it was kind of a madness and mayhem i'm not sure i would go out there for july 4th again but still a a fun time working your way north it goes through the plumas backcountry discovery trail this is really the heart of of what is being called the lost sierra and interesting interesting that we bring up the La Sierra, we're actually working on another project known as the La Sierra Trail that hopefully we'll be able to release in 2021 before, before the snow comes as well. Like many other routes, um, we verified a lot of it, but uh, we do need to uh, get out there to verify certain pieces that are definitely uh, less traveled. The Pluma section goes through the Northern Sierra And I think what's really cool about this, um, once you kind of get off the main drag there, you know, Poker Flat is a popular Jeep trail up that way. But once you kind of get away from the start, you get away from the crowds. There's not a whole lot of people back there. People complain all the time. Oh my gosh, there are so many people at my campground out here in California, et cetera, et cetera. Go North people, go North the reason that you're dealing with these throngs of people is you're going where everyone else goes. You go North and you'll get away from the people. And there are some fantastic places to explore, uh, in the Northern part of the state that that's really what I love about California and especially Northern California. Uh, but going back to the Plumas BDT it's in the Northern Sierra. It's really a transitional zone as the, um, the granite monoliths really kind of give away to different different types of rock and geology, geology, especially serpentine within the northern Sierras. And then it starts to work its way into the southern Cascades. And then the Lassen BDT. Now you're, really start, you're starting to get into uh, the heart of the southern Cascades. Obviously, the most well-known mountain or peak within the southern Cascades, uh, at least over here on this side, is going to be Mount Lassen. Uh, You could say Shasta is part of the Southern Cascades as well. Those two are really the best-known peaks there. But Mount Lassen is really kind of the introduction that, hey, you are definitely in the Cascades. You're no longer in the Sierra. Uh, You're going to start to see things like lava fields, lava buttes, and, and this really cool changing landscape there as well. And one of the cool things about the Lassen BDT, it doesn't go through the National Park, but it's right there. It's super easy to shoot down to the National Park. It does skirt the western flank of mount lassen and there are some incredible views of uh, mount lassen and the surrounding mountains then you're going to take the connector up to the Modoc backcountry discovery trail this is really kind of like the high desert um very different from some of the places that you've been through so far and uh there's an opportunity to visit lava beds national monument tons of lava flows glass volcanic rock in this section a very cool very cool place to visit uh known as medicine lake which is at the beginning or the end of the modoc bdt depending on which way you travel it and then from the modoc you're going to connect to maybe my favorite backcountry discovery trail and that's the shasta trinity and again that one holds this key importance it connects the bdts in the west to the bdts in the east Um, so it's going to allow you to connect essentially Modoc or Lassen over with the Six Rivers BDT, which then connects with, uh, with the Mendocino BDT. And the reason that I love the Shasta Trinity so much, it has this very terrain. You're going to experience everything from driving around Mount Shasta, which is an awesome experience. You're going to uh, experience the high desert that's kind of on the northern and eastern flanks of uh, Mount Shasta. You're going to go into the Klamath Mountains, and you're going to get some awesome views of the Trinity Alps and uh, surrounding uh, Klamath Mountains, like Mount Eddie and stuff like that. You can even see um, Mount Lassen across the way as well. I almost said Mount Rainier. That's a bit too far away. And then it goes into the coastal ranges. So you're going to get everything from high desert, uh, kind of those mixed pine Oak and chaparral forest that Northern California is so well known for, and you're going to get um, lush Pacific Northwest forest in places around like Ruth Lake, uh, the Mad River, as well as uh, Mount Shasta. So it's this really varied terrain that goes through these different kind of eco zones. That's really cool. From the Shasta Trinity, you're going to connect for a short stint on the Six Rivers BDT around the Ruth Lake area that travels on a series of, um, dirt back roads as well as paved back roads. You kind of get to see, uh, the back roads of Humboldt County and Trinity County. You will be in the heart of the Emerald triangle. If you don't know what that is, uh, Google it. It's, uh, one of the major agricultural crops up here in Northern California. Uh, When you are traveling on these back roads, You definitely want to respect uh, private property signs. There's probably a reason they're posted. And if you see uh, the hoops of greenhouses as well, definitely stay on the main road too. Uh, The Six Rivers BDT is going to connect with the Mendocino BDT. This is kind of like my home forest, the Mendocino National Forest. It's the one that is the closest to me. It has hundreds and hundreds, maybe even thousands of miles of dirt roads that you can go explore up there. Uh, what I love about the Mendocino National Forest, it has some um, some fantastic places to camp. Despite its proximity to the Sacramento and San Francisco Bay Area, um, not that many people are out there. Uh, it's It sees a fraction of the traffic compared to like Tahoe, El Dorado, some of the more popular national forests. And it has some really great history as well, especially uh, pioneer history tying back to uh, the famed bank robber Black Bart had spent some time uh, running from the authorities through the the hills and surrounding mountains over there, as well as some, um, some really great lookouts, some functional, some abandoned that have these incredible views, like Anthony Peak. Anthony Peak, just under 7,000 feet. I was actually just there two days ago over the 4th of July weekend. On a clear day, you can see all the way. To the pacific ocean you can see the sierra nevada and you can even see mount lassen on a clear day so really really spectacular views up that way Um, it's a really cool area and then the mendocino bdt works its way south it comes out in lake county and upper lake at least the way that we plotted it out and from there you will work your way west on a series of uh, mostly dirt back roads cutting through Cow Mountain, and then we uh, we cut across a, a dirt county road to get over to the Mendocino coast, and the route concludes at the village of Mendocino. For those of you that have been to Mendocino before, you know what an idyllic, idyllic, uh, Coastal village, this is a little artsy community right on the Mendocino coast, kind of has a Cape Cod feel to it. Um, But you know, you start in Mono and you end in Mendocino, 1500 miles along the way. You get to experience the basin ranges, you get to experience the desert, you get to experience the high Sierra, you get to experience the northern Sierra into the Southern Cascades, up into the high desert around Mount Shasta and Modoc National Forest. You're going to cut across into the Klamath Mountains, which is really unique experience as well. You can see the Trinity Alps. You'll work your way south, and then you'll be into the coastal ranges. And then finally, you end up Mendocino. I can't think of a better way to embody uh just really a, a truly magnificent and grandiose overland route for California. And who knows? But before you jump in there and say, guys, you need to put Death Valley in there, you need to put the Mojave in there, you need to do this, you need to do that. Maybe we will. This is going to be the first iteration of what we're calling the California Crest Trail. If it gets a ton of traction, yeah. I think we will look at expanding it. But for now, we're going to start with this. Be sure to pay attention to our YouTube channel. Be sure to pay attention to our Instagram feed. We will be sharing snippets of our adventures. I think we're going to be trying to get out there um, over to that southern section. Oh, geez. I'm hoping in September. We may have a small expedition. We got to keep this one uh, small. So I'm sure there's going to be people that are interested that want to go out with us, that want to help. Um, For the sake of expedience, if we do open this up to our site members, it's likely going to be a small crew. You know, this is going to be one of those expeditions. We're probably going to have to cover a lot of ground each day. Um, Probably not going to be able to spend as much time taking in the sites as, as we normally would. And that's just the way it is sometimes. And, and that's fine. So, again, check our Instagram, check our YouTube. We'll be sharing more about this, uh, more about this, especially once we get on the trail. And uh, be sure to turn into future episodes as well. And if you haven't already done it, click that subscribe button. We'll be back soon with another episode on the Overland Trail Guides podcast. Uh, but until then, you can check out our routes on www.overlandtrailguides.com. My name is Ben. It's been a pleasure and hope you guys uh, tune in for our next episode. Happy Trails.